When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What is the food you find impossible to eat gracefully? 651-641-1071. Hi, good afternoon. Welcome back to the third hour of the Colleen and Bradley Show for this Thursday, January 20th. It's just about five minutes after the hour, and Colleen Lindstrom has this question for you. Colleen, why are we asking? Oh, you know, because it's a real-life thing. This morning, I had... um, Decided I was cold and I was going to just drive myself through the Starbucks and I started drinking my coffee and I ended up having it dribbling down my chin and all over the front of me. And I was like, I'm really bad at drinking takeout coffee gracefully. Oh. Then I just started to think about all the other things that I don't yeah. eat gracefully. And I thought, I bet that other people have this experience. 651. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Oh, let's do it together. 651-641-1071. We've got two people on the phone, but I do want to come back to why you're having such a hard time drinking takeout coffee. You know what it is? It's the cover. It's the cover on it. It just, and it bubbles out when you go over a bump and it's all over you. The the problem I have is the seam. If they incorrectly place the lid with the seam, it can lead to disaster. Um, so true. That has happened to me numerous times. Holly, who should we hear from first, please? Let's start with Tina Marie. Tina Marie, honey, what are you finding it impossible to eat gracefully? Hey, guys. Thank you Hi. for everything. Uh, mine is two barbecue ribs and chicken wings. Oh. Can't do it, but I love them. Yeah. Do you have like a napkin, like a wet nap, a rag? Like, what do you do to to deal with it? You know what? Um, After after childbirth, I just don't give a crap. So (laughs) You know what? There you go. I just go to town. Whatever. People judge me off. I don't care. Yeah, I'm with you, honey. And I haven't even had children, but I'm already there. Thank you, (laughs) Tina. Uh, Holly, who else is on the phone? Justin is here. Dustin or Justin? Justin. Justin! What You're just in time, okay? <laughs> I bet you never heard that. All what right. are you just... Uh, never. Justin finding <laughs> a hard time to eat, Justin. <laughs> um, I got two. I would say Sloppy Joe's and Corn on the Cob. Oh, yes. Right? Neither of those things are first date food. Those are like, you got to wait until you really know also- a person before you'll... Eat corn on the cob with them. What first date would you ever be on wherein a sloppy Joe would be on the menu? You never know. Right? Like, come over to my mom's house. <laughs> She's going to make you sloppy Joes. But you're absolutely. I don't think I'd ever bring a first date to my mom. Yeah, exactly. There you go. That'd be your There's first and last. Justin, thank you so much. Corn on the cob for sure. And definitely sloppy Joes, hence the name. Mm-hmm. Right? They don't call them, you know, easy to eat Joes. They don't call them clean Joes. Yeah. Uh, I got a text from my friend Molly. She said, uh, 
wings, ribs, sure, tacos, yeah, or uh, any food with a sauce or a condiment. Any food with a sauce or with a, a condiment. Sauce, sauce and condiments. Yeah. I would say if it's like a drippy sauce, right? Oh, I, spaghetti is terrible. Yeah, I Anything think pizza that can is splatter. a pretty ugly thing to eat too. What? I think pizza. I don't think anybody looks sexy eating pizza either. Well, I don't know that you need to look sexy eating pizza. I don't feel like, um, like, what do you, well, here's, here's a question. And also six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. Holly, did you say we still have someone on the phone? We do not. Okay. While we're waiting for someone to call, I was going to ask sort of the opposite, which is what foods are graceful? Like, how do I don't you know. eat anything gracefully? Like, you know, a nice little breast of chicken you can cut into a small little bite. And <laughs> a then nice just, little breast and just of get off chicken. the end of your... Of your little fork. Your fork. Oh, yeah. But yeah, but, and then just... but like rarely does somebody go, God, she ate that chicken breast <laughs> so gracefully. Mm-hmm. Gracefully and grandly. Yeah. But you know what I mean. No, of like, course not. There I are foods that end up pret-a-porter. They're ready to wear. You're, they're all over you when you are, um, you yeah, know. Th- for me, that's most food, to be quite honest with you. N- nary a day goes by that oh. I, I don't splatter something on my top. Yeah, here's another one. Soup. I'm, I love soup. I'm a terrible soup eater. Are you? I yes. will say I am a bowl plate uh, putter to the mouther. I will bring things. Oh, yeah, things you got to. Close to mm-hmm. my mouth um, because I, I would rather just get it close to my mouth instead of like taking a mile between my fork and my mouth, mm-hmm. you know, cause there's just so much more opportunity for that to go flying. Well, and if it's I'm a brothy super... soup, I'll just drink it straight out of the damn bowl. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm done. Cereal. Also not graceful. Oh God. I that love cereal. Slides I had right cereal off the in a hundred years. I don't think I really have either, but but I'm telling you, it's there's nothing graceful about eating cereal. Yeah, anything wet, anything with a spoon, right? Spoons, spoons are not. I mean, they're necessary, but they're not my favorite utensil. What's? Do you have a favorite utensil? A fork feels like the most useful. Okay. Because you can stab things and you can scoop things. Honestly, I'm a child. Spoons for me, like I would eat spoon, like I would eat every meal with a spoon. But that's just because mm-hmm. I'm, you know lazy and you're a spoon fan. i want to shovel as much food into my pie hole as humanly possible holly who's on the phone <laughs> let's go to monica monica's on the line monica what are you having a hard time with honey putting in your mouth oh my goodness okay well first of all um i feel ashamed for eating this specific food with a fork what and that is because i don't know how to eat it with the utensils that are fun and that's sushi oh so you have a hard time you have a hard time with chopsticks i don't know how i don't know how to use it my my husband tried to help me to learn and i don't know how but sushi is like you got those big huge sushi rolls and there's nothing sexy about putting something in your mouth that is just ginormous it's true. Yeah, you know what? I'm with you on that. It's hard I mean, to know because you don't want to bite it in half, but you also realize that shoving the whole darn thing in your mouth is kind of yeah. gross. Yeah. So I'm also ashamed about that I have to do it with a fork. Yeah. Because I don't know how to. So I'm I'm a loser. Well, you know, honey. It's no, Monica, okay. you are not. 
Get some therapy. Go to you know. Go to go get some sushi alone. You'll be fine. You'll be fine, Monica. Thank you so much. I love that she's like, I I'm a loser, but she's gonna still do it. It's fine. I mean, who cares, right? No. Who cares what you look you, like? However, you need to, whatever method you need to get that in your mouth, you do it. Yeah, absolutely. Is there is there one more caller there, Halls? Yeah. Yes. Let's have Michelle give us the last word. All right, Michelle, you're going to have the last word. What food do you find it incredibly hard to eat gracefully? Anything with powdered sugar on it. Powdered sugar donuts, beignets. Yes, because inevitably... Powdered sugar is culinary glitter. Because you inevitably breathe out as it's coming close to your mouth and it goes everywhere. Am I right? Yeah, and it's hard to get off. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. But you're still going to eat it, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It tastes good, but it's culinary glitter. Uh, Don't call. We're done with this conversation. Colleen, did you get... (laughs) I got what I needed from it. Thanks. Did you get what you needed? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, thank you. The list is so long of the things that you can't eat gracefully as a human. I mean, hot dogs, bananas, anything you have to shove in your mouth. Um, Which is all food. Yeah, right? It's true. Thank you. Hey, when we come back... We got a Chloe Kardashian story, and this story is titled Chloe Away. And we'll tell you why when we return right here on My Talk 1071. It's called I Don't Mind. The way you talking with your eyes. Chloe Kardashian. Again with these stories. Two words for Chloe Chloe. Away, and we'll tell you why in mere moments here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071 as we round out the first half of the two o'clock hour. I'm Bradley Trainer, that's Colleen Lindstrom. That's me. And hey, guys, there's a people exclusive that yes. wants you to know something about Chloe. Okay, fine. When there's a people exclusive, Colleen, about a Kardashian, what does that mm-hmm. usually mean for the uninitiated? The call is coming from inside the house. Exactly. A.K.A. This story's coming courtesy of Chris Jenner Communications, LLC. Which is probably not an actual LLC because she wouldn't name it that because she wouldn't want us to know that that's an actual mm-hmm. thing. But anyway, the story from People is this. And I know you're going to roll your eyes. It's fine. Chloe Kardashian is, quote, leaning heavily on mom Chris amid Tristan Thompson paternity drama. Hmm. She's just so broken up. She needs her mommy. So um, I want to tell you, first of all, is this not like the most obvious thing? Khloe Kardashian is leaning on mom Chris, says a source. Oh, look, that's because Chris Jenner was like, Khloe just called me. I'm going to turn around and call TMZ. And actually, I would like to have a meta discussion. And I don't mean metaverse like Facebook and all that. Yahoo, don't even get me started. Thank you. But like the actual meaning of the term meta, like beyond just or outside of this actual story, a conversation about this storyline. But first, the story. Chloe is really struggling, Colleen, with what's happening with Tristan. This time that he was unfaithful has been much harder than previous times. Chloe really wants the relationship to work, and she has been devastated. Okay. Devastated. Okay, I love it. Like, oh, this is the one that really is breaking her yeah, this time. Versus all the other ones? 
right? Right. Allegedly, supposedly. I mean, right. The story goes on. I'm sorry. I just you get can't. really emotional about this. I know. No, it's my Waterloo strawberry made me gassy. Oh, okay. She's leaning heavily on Chris all of the time, Colleen. But Chris wants Chloe and Tristan to be in a good place. So Chris Jenner is encouraging Chloe, you know, keep the lines of communication open, honey. Chloe wanted that fairy tale life with him, and she's so upset. People around her have never seen her so down and are so thankful that she has her mother there who has barely ever left her side. Oh. Can we get that audible eye roll there? Oh, sure. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, jeez is right. Like, Chris Jenner, you're not even trying to pass Mm-mm. this off as something other than your own words. Because it's just about, like, look at how Chris, amazing Chris Jenner is. Also, who buys any of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, well, first of all, it's. It's ridiculous on a number of levels, but also, like, why would this be a story? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, yeah. I, now we're getting to the meta conversation, the conversation mm-hmm. about, like, the story. So what I mean by that is, you know, here is a story that shows up out of nowhere, an exclusive from people that Khloe Kardashian is leading heavily on mom, Chris and Tristan. I'm sorry, but we've been covering this cockamamie uh, storyline since we first learned that Tristan allegedly supposedly cheated again. I have a greater conversation we could have about whether or not any of this is actually true. Meaning, did they even have a relationship such that when somebody found out that he had uh, a child with another woman, that that actually, you know, bothered Chloe at all? Like, I, I'm over there having that conversation because we've been following this story since its beginning, which is what, months at this point? I mean, yeah. maybe not really, but it seems like forever. My point is... For those of us who've actually been showing up to see these headlines day in and day out about Chloe and this drama, at this point, would you consider where we are at Chloe? Like, this just seems weirdly timed because mm-hmm. I feel like we're over the initial, like, shock and alleged shock and outrage that Chloe might have about Tristan's cheating. Yeah. Like, weeks, I feel like we are weeks beyond that, like, peak. Um, well, this is this is an attempt to keep the story alive. For somehow. what purpose? Oh, weird. What's happening allegedly in February? Oh, look at that. It's the new season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, only it's not what it's called because we don't know yet. It's but just, it's I think Car- it's just called The Kardashians. Kardashians. The Kardashians on Hulu. So yeah. and you it know, took Brad- them a while to get to that. Bradley, you bring up a really good point, though, about these kind of narratives Perhaps, maybe, we can speculate that they're completely made up, only in as much as, you know, taking that a step further, that that they are creating what is the socially acceptable reaction to the news that Khloe Kardashian's kind of on-again, off-again partner had a child with another person. That is like, oh, well, we have to create this narrative around that because maybe we don't know if she actually is having an emotional reaction that would be deemed socially acceptable. Yeah, like, honestly, I and I think what you're getting at is there, there's like two two realities here. One is an yeah. actual reality and the other is the reality TV storyline. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the reality TV storyline is what we're seeing in these headlines or reflected in these headlines. This idea that Chloe is just having a really hard time because uh, because in this case, and I kind 
kind of said this when we were talking about it before the show. There's, there's either Chloe is dumb or she's lying. And I don't think she's dumb. So right. what I'm saying so is, she's I think, lying. like most, thank you for doing math. <laughs> which Thanks, also, you're welcome. don't take it for granted, because I can't do math very well. Um, mm-hmm. But what I mean by that is like, girl, he's been cheating on you for years, and we all know it. Right. So are you that dumb that you're surprised and really hurt this time? Really, are you? Because usually That's the by part the time that makes that, me the most angry. By the time somebody's cheated on you like two or three times, you're dead inside, right? Like, so you're, are you really beat up about it? What I mean by that is likely this is just another storyline that's being pushed so that we will pay attention to the reality TV drama. Because mm-hmm. I just kind of feel like in real life, they've, are, Tristan and her have worked out whatever they need to work out in order to have a family together and to have a, a working relationship, whatever that means. And right. whether that allows for Marilee Nichols or not, um, I don't know. But I just don't feel like Chloe is crying in a corner and, you know, running over to Chris Jenner's house. No. Again, dumb or, or lying. lying. And right. I think she's lying. Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. But, what? but I, will, I will say, I think she thinks we're dumb. Oh, for sure. 100%. We're not. They all think we're dumb. And guess what? Sometimes we're dumb, but not about that. When we come back, crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things, right here on My Talk 1071. Back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. No. And now it's time to tell you about some idiots that aren't named Colleen and Bradley. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present. CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. And sometimes other places like Louisiana. And I would like everybody to, loses in Louisiana. I well, in this story they do specifically okay. because of a motorist who last night led police on a lengthy pursuit before surrendering to police. Now that in and of itself is not crazy, stupid, idiot status worthy, but it's what happened next that earned that story crazy, stupid, idiot status. So, Colleen, I would like to take you to Monroe. Louisiana and a police department that was really shocked when, upon trying to arrest a human uh, for uh, what was actually a human in a 2006 Chevy Impala that had been traveling with his high beams activated, which, you know, makes it harder for people to see on the roadway. Um, When the cops said, we're going to pull this person over, the individual in the vehicle spoke bed off and led cops on a chase and wouldn't end his chase until something happened. And it's the thing that happened uh, that earned the story crazy stupid idiot status. Wouldn't end his the chase until he ran into something. Well, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ran off of something. No. So he actually ended up stopping. He got the runs. And, oh. Well, maybe. I don't know, actually. But here's what had happened. So, the, like, he stopped and police were like, um, why did you not pull over first when we asked you to? And 
the individual said, because blank. Mm. Why didn't he want to stop until something happened? Or what was the thing that needed to happen before he wanted to stop? He had to finish listening to a podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. No, but that's a good guess. Had to finish listening to his favorite song. No, it was he was doing something. Oh. No. Well, I mean, you and I would probably apply the sound effect to this behavior, but it was not polishing silverware. It was polishing something off. Eating Taco Bell? Close. It was a burger. Oh. He told police he did not stop initially because he wanted to eat his burger that he had just purchased. So he was like, I'm going to keep driving because i got to eat my burger. I'm not stopping until I'm done eating my burger. Where was it from? The burger. That is a great question. Uh, It was from somewhere. I don't know. It doesn't say. It just he didn't says, make it in the car, is what you're saying. It just, no. Well, it does say after going through approximately six stop signs without making complete stops, driver Alan Seabury, 37, pulled up in front of his home around midnight and exited the vehicle holding a hamburger. He told mm. police he couldn't stop due to his brakes being out and because he wanted to eat the hamburger he had just purchased. Wow, that sounds like uh, there was a lot happening there. I know. Also, I just love the idea that he's like, I I mean, I'm just going to get home and eat my burger before we deal with this whole, like, you know. I'm busy. Traffic stop business. Priorities. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can, can kind of relate. Nobody wants to eat a cold burger. No. that is. Pardon me, officer. Do you mind if I eat this burger while you write me a ticket? That actually would probably be the better way to handle that, right? Pull over. Mm-hmm. And then ask if you can eat your burger so it doesn't get cold. Because I, like, I feel like they would allow that. Well, I would hope so. Everybody understands the importance of getting that food in while it's hot. Well, you don't want to be hangry while you're getting arrested. Right? Uh, Colleen, who's your crazy, stupid idiot? Uh, We're going to Missouri. Listen, I'm going to be I'm going to be upfront about this, because if I tell this story and you think I'm putting framing it as a crazy, stupid idiot, you're gonna be like, this is so mean. Somebody just made a mistake. Oh, fun. I love so I just like I just want you to know, like, I don't necessarily think anybody's a crazy, stupid idiot here. But like, you know, somebody flubbed something up and it's worthy of uh, this segment. OK, OK. I won't feel so um, rage filled when I Thanks. listen to your story. So here's what happened. In Missouri, an emergency alert went out. You know, the kind that, like, makes you jump out of your skin when your phone starts beeping? And everybody does it, right? Yeah. Okay. This emergency alert said the following. Gotham City, Missouri, purple-green 1978 Dodge uh, with the license plate, you kid me. Hmm. Now... Obviously, people thought, well, I better be on the lookout for this purple and green 1978 Dodge. It didn't say, like, you know, somebody stole a child or something? No, 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 no. Amber alert? No, mm -mm. this was, like, look out for this car. Okay. The problem is that car is actually the purple and green Dodge Three, a 3700 GT sedan with the license plate, you kid me, from the 1989 Batman movie. Oh. Turns out this message was sent in error during a test. Someone with um, some serious Batman fandom had put together this hilarious test to test the emergency alert system. Got it. And it was supposed to just go through the testing phase, but 
unfortunately, it sparked actual concern by the people of Missouri who were um, scared out of their skin by that loud beeping sound and uh, requested to look for a fictional car from a fictional movie. That's crazy. Yeah. That so w- anyway, you know what that reminded me of? Does that not remind you of that um, thing that happened missile. in Hawaii? Yeah. No, I was actually thinking about that. Is that what it was? That Hawaii? Yeah. They were they saying were like that like missile? there was yeah. a North Korean missile headed their way or something. Yeah. And it was scary. Like, And it took them a long time to realize that it wasn't actually happening. Yeah. Yeah, oh. no, we remember we talked to Kat Perkins. She was in mm-hmm. Hawaii when that when that happened. She had gotten that alert. Oof. Yeah, and they all had to go running for cover because they thought nuclear weapons were headed their way from oh, North Korea so or some such thing, right? So scary, yeah. Yeah, it was ter- It was super scary. False alarm. Okay, good. 2018, Hawaii, next, 2018 Hawaii false missile alert. Yes, that's that right. was already 2018. Okay. All and right. 30, by the way, it was 38 minutes before they were able to correct the message. Mm, but luckily they did. Yeah. All right. That was in Missouri. Mm-hmm. And now I would like to take you to AZ, otherwise known as Arizona. Arizona. Las Cruces. Actually, that's New Mexico. But uh, we were back in Arizona. Um, it's my favorite Wings episode. Do you remember that show? It was a great show. But back to I Arizona. I liked that show. A man in a town in Arizona is now in FBI custody because of something found in his RV. The Navajo County Sheriff's Office announced the arrest Tuesday of a 61-year-old man. It was what was in his RV that will change your life forever and also mm. ended him up on crazy Stupid idiots. Would you like to guess what? A meth what? lab. It was not a meth lab. That was a Breaking Bad reference. Good one, um, but no cigar. And it was not a cigar okay. either. What was what was in his RV? It was, it was a human head. That's a great guess, actually. You're very close. Ooh, ooh. Thanks. How about a human-sized burrito? <laughs> no. It was not a human-sized burrito, although that would be kind of awesome. Um, it was somebody's prosthetic leg. It was not a prosthetic leg. In fact, it was a human skull filled with duty. No. Stop it. Stop I it. totally you made, made that, that up. up. Okay. You totally <laughs> that. No. Somebody pooped in their head. It happens. <laughs> no, it was a grenade. Um, but you're like, wait a minute, what? He had a grenade in his RV? Okay, I love that we all were like, oh, okay, to grenade. Yeah. Well, after skull filled with poop. I, mean, <laughs> I just thought I would titillate you with better options uh, it this worked. Thursday afternoon. No, sadly, it was not a human skull filled with uh, waste matter. It was, in fact, a possible explosive device Uh, Or at least they initially were given a report of a possible explosive device located in this gentleman's home. So they spoke to the man and he was like, yeah, I got a live grenade in my RV. It's okay." And they're like, actually, sir, that's not okay." That's not okay. (laughs) So uh, we're going to come back tomorrow and we're going to arrest you, which is exactly what they did. They came back the next day with a search warrant. 
and uh, found the grenade, which was then properly disposed of by the State Department of Public Safety bomb technicians. Mm. Uh, They then arrested the man on Thursday. Well, they tried to. And uh, he was later surrendered, or he later surrendered himself to the FBI without incident. Uh, this is so weird to me. Like, why on earth would you have a live grenade just lying around? Well, yes, and aren't you scared? Yeah, well, that's what I like, mean. You, you know, you, you go over a bump and it's curtains. Yeah, right? Or even if that RV doesn't move, like, I don't know, maybe it's like one of them RVs that, you know, people don't move a lot, right? Like, I would just kick something or knock something over and kaboom. Oof. And this guy just thought it was perfectly normal, no big deal. Yeah, exactly. Something tells me, I don't know, there were some other issues. Yeah, well, I mean, most rational humans don't Mm -hmm. generally keep live grenades i also like i I know this is a dumb thing to say so i appreciate that you can all understand how dumb i am in this moment um where do you get a live grenade so that was another question i had like how how do you go about procuring one of those like you go to the live grenade store and i mean don't they just go hey um some guy just bought one like i don't know like shouldn't we just send a report oh god don't send email but oh but you know what i mean like right i just feel like nobody has any business having that well yeah and also how do you ship that to your house like you can get them on amazon i don't that's not a good plan (laughs) like how do you do you have to like turn it on because that's don't, not how they were. Well, no, but no, what I'm saying I think is, they just are. Like, how yeah, is that? Really how are they question. not? How do? How did they get shipped in the first place? Yeah, like, how do you not Ever. just have live grenades going off everywhere? Because mm. I feel like you know, kerplump, it's going to go off. No, guess what? I'm going to spend my whole afternoon studying. Okay, well, no doubt some Thanks. munitions expert will weigh in, and we'll share that with the audience. Thank you. In the meantime, in between time, while we're um, just sitting over here with our fingers up our nose. Uh, I want you guys to um, think about what you've done, <laughs> and Colleen will punish you when we come back. Actually, we're going to punish Great. you both by playing a game for you Yay! <laughs> that we play every day at 245. It's called The Throw Back Live, right here on My Talk 1071.